Welcome to Love and Business, Is It Worth It? I'm your girl, Diane, and on this podcast, we address everything love, everything business, and everything in between. If you're looking to grow with your partner while you're growing your business, you're listening to the podcast that will help you figure it out. Figure it out. F-I-O. F-I-O. Amazing, amazing. Dope, Friend dope, of Demetrius's, but we have grown as a couple to love him in so many other areas, not just the friendship through Demetrius and Justin. I cannot wait to you guys meet this amazing, beautiful couple. They have requested to be on, so we're going to bring them on. Let's bring them on. Bring it on, bring it on. What's all that? No, that's right. Bring it out. Right? Yes, right here. That's okay, great. cool. Hey guys! Hey. Hi. What's up, Walker? Oh. What's up? What's up? So far, look far. <laughs> we look far. We look far. Right? No, you guys are great. I feel like our okay. head is cut off. Is our head cut off? Do you guys see our head cut off? Uh, Just move it down. That's it. Move it down. That's yeah. awesome. All right, there we are. Hi, buenas What's noches. Up? Hey, how y'all What's doing? Happening? Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. It is a pleasure and an honor. To have our <laughs> friends, family. How's our audio? How's our audio? Sounds good. Perfect. Good. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. good. Definitely. Good. Definitely. We're happy to be here. This is Justin and Ty Perry. These are some people that are great and dear to my heart. Um, fellow entrepreneurs. These two have an amazing, amazing story. I mean, you talk about entrepreneurship, not just where they're from, home. You know, it's, it's a little easier to become an entrepreneur and grow a business where you're from, where you have a network and things like that. But it's a whole nother level when you take the show on the road because right. of the vision and the passion that you have for what it is that you do. They have been to multiple states uh, in terms of building their business and they're doing very well and doing some great things with some great, amazing people in the A. They represent the A yeah. now, still Philly, but you know, well, you know the a. Philly all day, Philly all day. <laughs> Cause they were both, you guys were both born and raised in Philly. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's from North Philly from Logan. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. So, Raymond so, Rosen Project, 22nd and Dash. Let's go. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little because we like to bring people in um, that literally started from the very bottom and have worked their way up their dreams, their visions, um, especially as a couple. So let's talk about a little about what you guys do now and then we'll talk how we all kind of came together, um, the friendships and all that, but what is it that you guys do now in the career path you took and why you took that career path? You don't want to start them back, like, from the beginning? Not yet, not yet. I want people to understand. Oh. These these are the parents. Okay. Right, you know, they, they uh, understand yeah. the parents. Okay. Then we can talk about all that. That's good. All right. You, you're right. Okay, so the name of our company is Tish Media Group. Right. AKA Driven by LMG. Right. And we do marketing, branding, event planning, and PR. When our company started, those are the things that we started with in New York City. Um, actually, this year is 10 years. We're celebrating 10 years of being an official business on paper and yeah. being, entre well, for so, me, being so an entrepreneur solely um, 10 years now. Um, and we do that, and then in about 2014, we added talent management to our roster. So our core is still branding and marketing and PR and event planning, but we also now do talent management. Um, 
how it came about? Was that the other part of the question? Mm-hmm. Like how you came about okay. doing that? Well, Wait, before y'all before y'all go into that, y'all just y'all just recently uh, released a new project that y'all did that was on TV and stuff, right? Talk about that yeah. real quick before y'all go into the beginning. Yeah, so we did like a uh, you know I know everybody see what's going on in the media, you know, with police brutality. Um, so uh, what our client a client of ours is on a major network. So we figured out like what what could we do to amplify her voice and just her colleagues' voices or co-stars' voices. Mm-hmm. So we came up with an idea to do a PSA. Just talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, Ty, uh, she commissioned all of the cast members to send a small video in just saying like my life matters, our life matters, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just cut it up, you know, we edited it, you know, uh, we did the music and everything and produced it. And then the network, uh, we released it on like YouTube and the network loved it so much that they wanted to air it on the 60 and the 30 spot, which is 30 seconds. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> which is the 30 seconds. You know, when you see commercials, you, you have them in 30, 30 seconds to 60 seconds. Right. So we got two spots. Um, yeah, so like when they reached out to us, like, oh, we love it. We're so happy, you know, your client Marla is doing this. Um, we want to amplify the message. And so NBC Universal is who owns Bravo, E, Lifetime, all of these channels. And they said, hey, we want to distribute it. We need you to recut it because we need the 30 and the 60. Because right. we had I forgot the three minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so for the next 60 days, the PSA is airing on Bravo and E. And a 30 second, a 60 second wow. So, wow, let's um, it, cheers to that because that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. We don't have any alcohol, but I know you got your glass behind you. <laughs> I got, I got, I so, I just wanted to say it started out as it wasn't something we did for any like type of equity or anything like that. It really was like our client was like, you know, I want to do something to express how I feel, and we were like, okay, let's do this. And we did it wholeheartedly because it's like we wanted to express how we felt too, but through our work. Right. And so it was something that just became bigger from it being a good output, quality and stuff like that. That's dope. It's just an attest, a testament of your value and, you know, what you guys yeah. have built. Like when you start doing these things, you're doing it naturally, but you're getting the accolades because of the time and effort that you put in. So definitely more power right. to y'all for that. So, yeah, let's, let's go into how you guys started, how y'all met, you know, you know, kind well, of tell the story. Originally, on we met, um, you know, me and you meet, we go back to what, 92, 93? Definitely, definitely at least that. Wow, y'all. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, hey, I think I was still living in New York then. You know, uh, so me knows me like prior to uh, this business, I had a clothing business, um, which I still do. I'm just not active in it. Um, so uh, I was, you know, I was doing my thing in Philly and, um, you know, I had, you know, to sustain that business, you have to have a job. So I was just working. I was working downtown. Then I had, I got a job in Nordstrom working. And that's where I met this young lady. And uh, we built a bond. And then, you know, that's how we got together. You know, I was kind of like, I was a side piece, I want to say. Um, Here but, we go. Uh, you know, you know, me, I was, I was in there, you know, with the cologne on, you know, the whole bottle of cologne. Flashing it up. <laughs> She couldn't yeah. resist it, so she was like, hey, you know, uh, I asked her every day, like, can we go out, can we, you know, can we go to the movie? She's like, no, I can't, I have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. So eventually she allowed me the opportunity to court her and take her out, <laughs> so and that was it, you know? So that's how we actually got together. Well, I'll throw this in. At the time, I was in college at Temple, and 
before I switched my major to journalism, my major was computer science. Don't ask me why. Right. <laughs> and he knew that, and he would come, he thought computer science meant websites. So he'd be like, can you build a website for my fashion? Can you build me a website? Like, so even from the beginning, before our relationship started, it was already a mutual interest in what we did as far as profession and career. Right. Um, at the time, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even, it was more subconscious, it wasn't conscious, but like now we kind of like reflect back on that. That's how we actually started talking. Um, because Justin has always been a career-driven person, and so when he meets you, it's like, what do you do? How can we work together? Even back then when I was just like a college student. Well, me, me knows that too. You Absolutely. Me, me knows me way back, you know. Um, so, you know, my, my thing is just always been, uh, you know, uh, honestly, I just was like, hey, I can't follow anybody's rules. I got to make my own. Yeah. That's always been my motto. So, you know, with, with what I saw in her was some, something similar to that. So I was like, hey, man, I, I got to get with this girl, man. She's like, you know, she's doing computer science, man. This is lit, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I was he was doing Jesse Johns and still working at Nordstrom. I was in college. I um, realized I didn't want to do computer science. I hated it. It was just too much. I was the only black girl in all my classes. The teacher literally pulled me into his office one day, one of my professors, and said, I'm going to pass you because I see how hard you work. This ain't for you. And I didn't take it personal. I respected him because, you know, you're in college, you're spending your money. And so I took, what, six to eight months off and oh, I yeah, went to real estate school because my mom was the type, you're going to be doing something that's in my house. Mm -hmm. You know, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like, I don't know. Went to real estate school. While I was doing that, I realized, oh, I love writing. I like magazines. I'm a nosy person by nature. I love Wendy Williams, all this crap, whatever. <laughs> and so I went back to school and got my degree in communications and journalism. And I mean, literally, from going, when I went back and I started taking all of these new classes, I just flourished because I actually liked it. Um, so when it was time for me to graduate, um, Justin was like, we had been going back and forth to New York a lot because our friend, his friend Rich, at the time, Rich, Rich lived in Rich, New York. Yeah. And he was like, I think since you didn't go away to college, I went away, you know, all the magazines are based in New York the fashion capital in New York, let's just go. And I said, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, it was totally out of character for me. I'm, like, shy. I'm a tourist. I'm a homebody, blah, blah, blah. We're skipping a lot of stuff. But, I mean, to the point, I said yes, and, you know, right. we went to New York. But, but I love that, I but I love that because, hold on, one of those things that Demetrius and I talked about that we admire about you guys is that, that you guys have never been afraid to jump. And the fact that, the, two things, the fact that just A said, you know what, not all, it's not, this is not about me. I realized that there's something you didn't experience and it's great for Ty mm -hmm. what you are doing. Let's mm -hmm. jump and take a leap of faith and let's go to a place that I know will benefit you. In other words, just you knew you were gonna be okay regardless of where you were at. You wanted to make oh, sure yeah. that she had a space. So I love that you said right. that because as a man, that's deep because a lot of people are more yeah. me, me, me. Well, wait, but in yeah. my business, this, this is where it's at right here. You're like, right. nah, let's do you. So if you can get into that, just I, I love that you said that. Time. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I had a lot of mentors in my day. You know, they always taught me how to fish. So I was like, hey, you know, my, I, I, I'm a, a big advocate of, you know, my partner or my friend or my, whatever, I, I would want them to have their own identity and what they're doing, you know what I mean? So 
that was always my thing to push, you know? So it was like, you know, when she was going through her thing with the computer science, she didn't like it. And then she was like, I want to take off for real estate. So I was like, hey, you know, that may be your move. You know, I wasn't like, oh, you need to, this is what you should be doing. Then she was like, oh, I want to do journalism. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Okay. I was honestly thinking about like what what type of stuff she could write for my brand, <laughs> you know, whatever. So, it, was, it was a double, but, a double benefit. Yeah, so the double benefit. So I was like, okay, cool. So she went to, you know, and got her degree in journalism and everything. And I supported her 100%, you know, through whatever she was going through. I was there encouraging her, telling her that it's simple, you know. Um, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Everybody's doing it, you know, even if I didn't know who was doing it. <laughs> she was uh, admired Wendy Williams. I was like, hey, Wendy did the journalism thing. Look at her now. But she didn't want to go the TV route. I meant the uh, she yeah, TV yeah. route, but the radio route. She wanted to do print magazines and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hmm. you know, so um, I just been an advocate of encouraging people to do what they do, mm -hmm. regardless if it was my uh, lady or my friend, you know, me to tell you, like, I've always been like that. That's Justin, my, that's my thing. You know, he, he takes good pleasure in, like, he's more of a personable person than me. I'm, I'm not standoffish, but I'm just very reserved. And um, he's good at, um, learning what someone is naturally good at, and then he'll try to help them develop that into like a skill set or a career. That's just something he does, like secondhand. I don't know what it is. He'll see. He'll be like, "You're good at this, but you're really good at that. You should work on that more." He he has a good vision with that. And so, um, call me Puff Daddy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Nobody take your money though. I'm not. I'm not taking your money. Well, like, hey. <laughs> I'll take it for you. <laughs> that that's a gift. And one of we have the twelve commandments for lovepreneurs, right? Twelve commandments for power mm -hmm. couples. And mm -hmm. the number one is knowing your role, right? Mm -hmm. And in order for you to know your role in a relationship, you have to identify where your gifts are, which is something mm -hmm. clearly what you guys did very early on. Whether it was identifying mm -hmm. it through her choice of school and her subjects, and then understanding who she was. And it seems like you guys did that because every single level that you guys spoke on, you right away identified what role you were playing, you know, what role, you, what gifts you had. So that, yeah, that's, I think that's that was good. important for us. Like one of the things when we, like Justin said, we were friends first, we worked with friends for a year in Nordstrom. He had a relationship, I did, we were just cool, nothing going on. And then like our friendship really, really did develop. And then it was at the point where he was asking me out, I just had to go because I was like, I got it. Word is I was stupid not to. And when we finally decided after dating for a little while, like actually be in a committed relationship, um, the word that we used was reciprocity. Like that was like this big word. It's still a big word to us. Like I've always I was raised to be independent. Um, I had my father up until I was 14 or 15, but he wasn't in my home. And so my mother was the mother and the father in a sense. And so I I was raised to be independent, but I always knew that I wanted to have somebody to lead. Like, I, I want to be independent, but at the same time, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and so we agreed on everything in our relationship to be 100% like balanced and reciprocal. So whether it's work, whether it's love, whatever it is, everything has to be like on this equal playing field. Like, like a level. A level. And you know? That's like to this day something that we use to carry ourselves. We developed that I think like six months in, but it's something that we still come back to 16 years later. Like 
Are we being reciprocal right now? That's right. like our thing. Let's talk about why, because that's a really good point. These are one of the systems and principles we like to put out there that may be of a value to couples out there that will help them in their relationship. What are the benefits of doing that? And can you give us an example of it? Um, yeah, I think the benefits of that is, is that, you know, we're all equal. You know, um, in, in my eyes, I look at it like, I can speak from a personal experience. Sometimes, you know, like me, I can do a lot of things great, right? And people may have a jealousy about it. So sometimes you want to kind of like not try to like overshadow people. You know, you want to you want to kind of just be, everybody should be like on the same playing field because I'm no greater than the next person. You know what I'm saying? Like I can have a million dollars and if my wife is broke, I'm nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like her caregiver or whatever. But, uh, so for me, it was, I was big on just like having, just just being equal. Like me to tell you, we've been friends for since 93 and we are all on the equal playing field. You know, it's, it's like, a it's a respect thing right. that I think that was uh, important for me on that aspect. Of I think it's a respect thing. And it's a thing of, I, ne I never, I never, I did not see the woman in the household necessarily being taken care of. Um, but I also don't necessarily think a woman should work as hard as the man. That's just me. So I like the balance. I want to be the woman. I want you to be the man, but I want you to respect. If something happened to you today or tomorrow, I could hold it down for you. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's important to me. I never wanted to be, not have a skill set or be washed out and be, I, mm -hmm. I, we stand next to each other. That's just how I heard right. Um, and so an example of that could be like when we're working, for example, or like when we go to take on a new client, right? It may be a client Justin brings to the table or I bring to the table. He may really want to work, work with his person or I may really want to work with my person. But because we are a husband and wife and business partners, we both have to agree 100% if we want to take that client on. Like we've gotten to the point now where all business is a good business, right? Mm -hmm, right and so we really weigh should we work with this brand or this person or this business? And if we both don't agree on it 100%, we pass on it. And that's because of our respect for each other. He may see something that I don't see, or I may see something that he doesn't see. So we have to be reciprocal and respect. Like, I know you want to do this with this person, but I see something you don't see. And I have to trust his opinion and say, you're right, even if I want to work with him. Absolutely. You know, because he has my best interest professionally and personally. And I think that's what keeps consistency too. It's balance. Yeah. You know, life, you gotta have balance. It's like, it's gotta be like, you know, this and then that. So I guess that's what I'm measuring it by. Have you guys ever had a point where you had to get there? For instance, um, in my head, what I'm thinking of is sometimes and just through counseling and counseling other relationships where the man may feel like, you know, it, I, this is what I said. So, you know, it, it, it that's what goes because I said that. And it becomes this gender thing or a power thing where maybe the woman is like, well, you know, it's my business and this is my thing and it's what I said. At what point of time did you guys ever have to get to that understanding? Or was it pretty much saying like, this is just what we live by. This is what we have designed our relationship to be the culture. Just to speak to those that are going through that struggle because that struggle is real. Getting to the point where, you know, yes, we're in a relationship and we're husband and wife or partners, we live together, 
But when it comes to a business, we're business partners. We need to be 50-50 on this or 100-100 on this. Mm -hmm. It can't be just one-sided. So if you can speak on that, that process for you. Well, I'll say two things. The first is before we moved to New York, um, while I was still in college and while he was still really actively pursuing Jesse John, we went to Las Vegas for a trade show called the Magic Trade Show. Um, Justin purchased the booth and, you know, you, at the Magic Trade Show, you present your line to buyers and to media and stuff like that. And so at that time, I was not a part of Jesse John. But I had come on board as his partner and was really like helping in like whatever way I could, whether it's you know administrative stuff, put you to work, running errands, whatever, whatever it had, may be. And I don't know if you remember this, but it, I think it was when we Vegas was very stressful. It was our first time at a trade show. I, I wasn't even twenty one. I was twenty. I think you were like twenty four. Yeah. Never really been to Vegas before. I couldn't even get in the club. They was going out without me. All this stuff, whatever. But I remember I put in a lot of valuable mental and physical work for his brand, right? Um, and we had a conversation when we came back. I don't know if you remember that. And I remember saying, if we're going to keep doing this, what's my role? You don't remember that? Like, oh, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. going to be? Because love is great. But like I said, that independence part of me has always been here. And I remember we had it's that like conversation. This. Yeah, because it was, it was crazy out here. Yeah, it was a lot. When we, I supported him <laughs> while we were there, but when we came back, I'm like, if we're going to continue to do this, what's my actual role in the company? You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was, it wasn't even me so being, at that time, I don't think I had a strong business mind, but I always just wanted to feel that independence. And I think that's where it came from. And he was like, okay, well, you're going to school for communications. You'll be the communications director. You know, we put it on paper, blah, 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 blah. You know, and we did it. Mm-hmm, right. Um, that's so. nothing, you know. And then, you know, uh, to fast forward, then we started the company together. And that, and then, like, it's 50-50 in general. Everything we do is 50-50. On paper. Uh, on paper, <laughs> just in general. That's just Because things goal. do happen, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she puts, she puts, she puts her effort. I put my effort. Right. So just for the couples that may be dealing with like the guys doing like ninety, and then the young ladies doing ten, um, ten percent. Um, you know, step your game up, step it up. To but get to I the, also you know, think I will say that everybody comes into their own at different points in life. That's true. Um. So for me, I didn't grow up wanting to run my own business or wanting to be not working nine to five. That was something that came to me later, right? Justin kind of already had that. And so he did lead me in a lot of ways. So at some point, the beginning of developing our business, even though on paper we were equal, we weren't equal in the business because he had more than my knowledge and the mindset than I, than I had. That's you know what point. I'm saying? And I can and I can say that. So I don't want to say that my right, advice okay. wouldn't be that it has to be 50-50. You have to grow into that sometimes, right. but just try to be clear about that from the beginning that's my so that's our other thing is like we talk about the uncomfortable stuff mm-hmm. like communication is a big thing for us we don't for them i want to say 95 percent of things we don't sweep under the rug so oh, yeah we handle it right then and there because <laughs> you know me knows me too do you know me as well you know me but you know me as in depth as me knows me <laughs> knows i'm a direct person yeah, like yeah. i'm gonna tell you like look I ain't feeling that shirt, bro. You can't hang out with me. <laughs> you know I mean? Or, you know, I'm going to let you know directly. So I think that... And I had to learn how to be more direct. And I'm still working on it. Like, mm-hmm. That's the this, best way to be, yeah, I think, in life in yeah, general. Yeah. is direct. And communicate. Um, it's only one life. You know, 
So I think that's the other thing. If you're in business with your spouse, communicate as much as possible, even if it's uncomfortable, because for one, you don't want to have resentment. You don't want to have things in your head and you blurt it out when y'all having an argument. And then, oh, that's how you really feel. That's how the walls get built. Right. Yeah, if you yeah. say it when you're in a calm state, the person can understand it more. So uh, my advice would be, you may not always be equal in your relationship or in your business because everything has a season. Um, I'm going to go back to Wendy Williams. A lot of people don't like her or whatever. I just love her because I know her career trajectory, right? And you know the gossip or whatever. But I'll never forget, I was watching an episode one day and she said, she was talking about having friends and she was saying, friends come in your life for a season. So a season could be 10 years, one year, whatever that is. But um, it's also seasons in your relationship, in your business, where one partner may be stronger than the other. And your job may just be to be supportive. But be 50 or 100% supportive. Don't be 10%. If they're excelling right now and you're not, just support them. Because your time will come. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's times when we have clients and I'm doing a book with a work or he's doing a book with a work. So if we have our client roster is more so in his domain, I'm just supporting him. I'm being his administrator or being his secretary, blah, blah, blah. Then if it's the other time when we're working with clients and it's more heavy on the PR or the event, he steps in and say, what do you need? Mm -hmm. It's a, it's it's a lot, but I, I deal with it. Yeah, it's not an ego <laughs> or I don't do this or I don't do that. We're always like, yeah, so we, we, no we ego. No ego. Yeah. Yeah, you know, how, how do you tell a man no ego? Yeah, and, and not just a man, it's not a gender thing, but for the most part, in our in our experiences and conversations, men struggle with the ego. What a lot of men don't even think it's an ego. Like that's not an ego. I'm just, you know, let's talk about that. You guys both can chime in on that. How do you break that wall down and give some examples to help out a little bit? Oh, ego. I mean, I don't know. It's more like a confidence thing, you know, than ego. Well, it's a difference. It's a difference. It's a difference. I, I think I that. Like, I think that um, at the end of the day, like the type of man I am, it's sexy to me to have somebody just as powerful as I am. Mm -hmm. Yes. You I know, agree 100%. It's, it's like for you, Jess, you know, I was a part of Jess John with you. I remember us on the road going to shows and setting up for the shows and you know, yeah, yeah. putting the outfits together, getting the models ready, <laughs> yeah. the whole nine, making sure the stage is set, making sure people are there, making sure yeah. people got directions, the whole nine. Um, so that fast pace is something that you had to have vision for. But what I will say is that through all the work that it takes to put those shows together, it's nothing like seeing your vision come to pass, watching mm -hmm. it go down the runway. It's like, it took mm -hmm. all these days and hours, I remember you up, over doing overnight sewing, putting them outfits together for the <laughs> next show. Overnights with his work. <laughs> yeah, like I remember well, the that's days. That's why I love it overnight. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it was all worth it to you once the show actually came to fruition. You saw your mm -hmm. your outfits going down the runway, and I and right. I say the same thing even with with my wife. Like there's times I get to sit back and watch her in her grace and in her glory of what she's who she's become where I don't feel mm -hmm. the need that I have to overshadow her, you know, step right. over her boundaries, let right. her go and be her and do her thing. Um, mm -hmm. But it's sexy when she's just as powerful as you are. Um, right. And, and, and I, I, also, I agree on that. I did know that, me. I also think yeah. about the fact, God forbid something happens to me. I want to make sure that I'm with somebody that can, like you said, Ty, 
you still be able to take things and keep going in my absence if that right. ever happens. Right. You know what I mean? It's definitely right. very important. So, and that's why there's there really isn't room for ego. So if ego comes into play, I know with us, we check each other, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like But a, we haven't had too much of that. I, want, I, I honestly don't think that we've had too many instances where ego has been stay, a big thing. We stay in our department, I think. That's why. I believe. That's true. I'm in design, creative direction. She's in Maybe PR, communication. Right. I may help her with pictures and all that. She better not tell me what color palette to use because <laughs> you didn't go to design school. But I'm going to listen to what you got to say, though. But I'm not going to. But you do ask my I do opinion. ask your opinion. Right, right. And I do respect it. So yeah, I, I don't. The ego thing, I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm they say, get it from. No, honestly. I'm going to say this. Maybe I the think, money. No, I honestly think the reason that it works is because work is actually really important to us. Some people work to pay their bills. Right. But because we're building a company, our company name is like really important to us, right? Our business's reputation is really important to us. And, and so, we enjoy it too. And so. we really like, I love what I do. I, I have bad and good days like everybody else, but at the essence of the core of it, I love what I do. So I don't think we have a lot of ego situations because we're so passionate about what we do. We don't have time for it and that's just real like yeah and i feel like we've been that that's, way that's one for a long, like i don't have i don't have time like we're small business i don't have time to nurture insecurities and stuff and, and that goes on real. too when we work with people and clients you know that's why i think we're dynamic it's because we we just about the work yeah. it's not about all the other stuff we we can care yeah. less you know time just yet you know we've been together forever so what yeah Let's get this work done. Yeah. What yeah. What are you What are you bringing? Okay. What we gotta do today? Let's do it. And that's how it is when we drive. That's why we they're driven by LMG because we like to drive things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To their well, destination. When you When you have so much power and you're so full, like I believe ego only comes into play when it's space for it. Hmm. Mm. You know, okay. if, if we're in a car together and we're in a two-seater, there's no space for a third person. Mm -hmm. So let's be that powerful. Let's be, let's have that much value that mm -hmm. we fill up so much space that there's no room for ego. Right. That's, that's what I believe. That's true. Also, I think what's helpful too is um, identifying your role. Um, mm -hmm. When you talked about we are in, we have our own department, how important that is because if you don't know your role, if you don't know your strengths, if you don't know your gifts, if you don't know what you're bringing to the table, you talked about communication and how that's mm -hmm. such a big deal because if there's this vision being painted, but I don't know where I fit in, like Ty, you talked about in the very beginning, it brought questions and it brought frustration because where mm -hmm. do I belong in what right. you're painting? And I think because of lack of communication sometimes or lack of being able to describe the vision. People get frustrated and therefore you get ego, you get frustration, you get uncertainty, you get jealousy, you get competition because we leaving room for that because of the lack of. You know, whether it's communication, right. whether it's painting that's, a picture, etc. That's vibrant. Yeah, and it's crazy. But yeah. understanding that 
putting it out there and constantly revisiting the conversation because Ty, where you guys were 10 years ago is not where you are today. Where right. Demetrius and I were three years ago is not where we are today. It's right. constant updates and communication. Our, our phones update. So obviously the right. conversation in our household and our business has to update. update. Um, another yeah. thing you said earlier that I wanted to um, throw out there, something that I say all the time, I agree with you guys both that we need to know the business as well or vice versa because if something happens, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I didn't get married to outwork you. Right. That's right. not why I, I got married to a man for the support. I got right. married to the man to know that I have someone I can lean on. And right. I posted right. something earlier that was very intriguing. It wasn't that I agreed with it. It was just very intriguing. It spoke of how, how uh, powerful and strong us black women are. And it's mm -hmm. like, we are, but do we have to be this strong because our men are weak? Like, why? You <laughs> know what I mean? And it's cool. not, and listen, I know my man isn't weak, but is that... Right. Is that why we have to be so strong? I, and I share the story with you. Um, my mom and I, single parent home, it was just my mom and I till I was 15. My mom finally remarried to a man that was quieter than a mouse in the house. So honestly, <laughs> even five years after that, it was like, you, you are married, right? He just knew his role. He did not get in right. between us. So it's not like now I had a father figure that told me what to do. I was still a hot mess mm -hmm. even after that for a long time. Until so he said, okay. girl, we need to talk. You know, let's talk mm. about this. And you started feeling the presence of a man in the house. But I say that to say that I also was raised with a strong black woman. And she, mm. there wasn't my, uh, I didn't have a father figure for many, many years. So I mm. only knew how to be strong. And mm -hmm. it was very, um, how can I say this? Almost like promising when I found someone that I can depend on. It was a relief. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. a relief. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized, like, I've been working so hard, nonstop, also a TU grad. Um, and I can finally say that I refuse to be the woman with the messed up knees, you know, when we get seniors, and him with the mm -hmm. cute shoes because I outworked him all these years. I don't want right. to be that. And I, I agree with you. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Ty. I was going to say, I think that that's something that we talk about and I talk about with other females in my circle and they don't agree with me because as a black woman, um, whether you may come from a single parent household or you may come from a household with a mother and father, but your mother was taught by her mamas and her aunties, you got to be a strong black woman, right? <laughs> no, this is real. Yeah. And so I tell him all the time, I tell you this, like, not to be judgmental, but when I sit back and observe relationships that do not work, a lot of the time it's because the woman is trying to be the woman and the man in the relationship. Oh, let me get my drink. We're going to rock with some feathers, but I agree with you. You you can, you can have to relinquish that, right? Um, Just, I, I want to cut you off, but that is not sexy. <laughs> it's not, it's not no, sexy. but it's true. And I tell people that I'm like, a man don't didn't marry or get with you to be in a relationship with a woman who acts like a man or wants to be dominating or wants to be told what to do and how to do it. Like, 
You know, if we have things like you take out the trash and I don't. Now, you might not take out the trash when I want you to, right? So, <laughs> I, you or oh, you. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is just because I could just pick up the bag and go do it doesn't mean I have to. Yeah. Right? So these women sometimes are like, oh, he's watching TV. I'll just do it. And then they resent you later on in the bed. Like, I had to take out the trash. So let cool. him do Like, let him be him and, and just, like, grow to love whatever that is. You don't have to be, like, this powerful, strong black woman. And the other thing is that if you get with a man who you don't feel is stepping up and taking charge in that way, just have a conversation about it. Don't just take over and become that friend. Make that something that you guys talk about until you, hopefully you get to a place where he gets it. Because if you make him feel less than, listen, you got a real problem. I, I completely agree. And it's such a struggle, especially in a dynamic such as what we have when it comes to, because it's, it's a little less argument where we're just talking about the trash or things around the house. Right, right, right. But now right. that same work ethic, if it also mm. starts applying to building an empire, there's a whole nother set of issues we have here. Because mm -hmm. if, if the bills aren't getting paid or the clients aren't being called back or your job or your department is falling in crumbles and my mm -hmm. department, you know, I'm trying to hold it together. There's not right. that choice. Leave the trash bag there until it starts stinking <laughs> and hopefully right. yeah. he grabs right. it, you know, and, and it's kind of hard. So at the same time, I sympathize with, with the one that is the weakest or and the other one that's trying to hold it down and not trying to take over. But it's a very hard dynamic. So what advice mm -hmm. would we give those that are going through that? Because it's difficult. And again, we're not always going to be 50-50. It's not always going to be perfect. Right. We're all right. still becoming. Listen, y'all, as we're having these conversations, we are also becoming. This is yep, not a situation yep. where, yup, we got it all together. We good here. Oh, no. time, I don't feel students. like it. He don't feel like it. It, it just, students. we got to figure it out. But because we have so much passion in what we do, we figure it out. It just got to get right. figured out. And, and, and also, as, as the level of business, you know, grows, the, the conversation is so different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially, like, we're becoming as people, but our business is also becoming. You know, right. what we right. do for a living is also becoming. So we're not now just trying to figure out who we are at this level. We're also figuring out a business or businesses that are becoming mm -hmm. at a new level. So there's right. double right. the frustration. There's double the things you got to learn. There's double the time that you got to spend because you got to spend on your relationship, your marriage, uh, or mm -hmm. if you're dating, whatever. And you also have to spend time to invest in the knowledge area of developing your businesses that you deal with. And, and if it's multiple, that just takes it to a whole nother level. To a whole nother level. my hand is like, yeah. thank God that, you know, you're starting to see the fruition of the visions and goals and dreams that you had. But on the flip side, you got to make sure that you prepare for it and that you do your due diligence on knowing how to handle business and your relationship at that level. So it's, it's, it's a lot it's a lot to, to learn, it's a lot to become, and that's why it's really important to stay, you know, hooked up in the right networks, making sure that you're networking with the right people and around the mm -hmm. right relationships that you can glean from or they can glean from you and yeah. be able to learn, mm -hmm. you know, where you got people that, are, that have your answers and not sharing the same problems as you. 
So that's very, very important. I, 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 I agree I with that. Um, and I think, like Justin had said, always be a student. And that's like his motto. But I think the most important thing is don't ever think that you know everything. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're always willing to learn and listen and, you know, take – now, when I say take critiques, I have a thing with it, right? So I am willing to take critiques, but I need my critique from someone who is qualified to critique me. So, right. Because a lot of times people just run off at the mouth, and I wish your qualification. You ain't qualified. <laughs> so it, it's always being willing to learn, like you said, but from the right people, number one. Um, we do a lot of, like, research. At the end of the day, I'm still a little nerdy, whatever. Justin is a nerdy, but he, you know, fun fact. Can I share this fun fact? Like, your computer skills when we met to where your oh, computer yeah. skills Like, me, I'm going to learn everything, I, the skills that I need to excel. But I want to say, like, when we first got together, like, Justin, you had never had a computer before, right? Not, not, really. not really. Like, and I had been working on computers. You know, we old me, so they, we got the young you know, <laughs> ladies. He so had never had a computer. I grew up going to work with my mom, like, in the office, playing boss, playing secretary, working on computers since I was, like, five. And I taught him how to do a lot of things on the computer. Jump three or four years later, we get to New York. I can't do, like, he, he because Justin is very intense. And you give him a little nibble, and he's yearning for the information. He turns into his computer wins, and now I feel like Bobo or whatever don't know nothing. <laughs> but it, what I'm saying is that he could have been like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to learn from you or whatever. But not only did he let me show him his skill set, he then took it and developed it and came back and gave me more knowledge or whatever like that. So it's the same thing when your business is growing. You can apply that model to everything. Always be willing to learn, but learn from people who are qualified to um, teach you and um the other thing is that like we're more where we are right now is very much more so spiritual than religious um that's just where we are right now but you know we obviously sleep with God right and so um and that's because like I said we're learning and growing and there's so much information so things that I thought or we thought that we were children we don't think which is a part of growing right but um, I remember when we moved to New York, we had been there for like two weeks. And at the time, I was trying to get a job in magazines because that's what I wanted to do or whatever. And I think we were out with Rich that day. He was showing us around how to, you know, how to get on the train in New York, how to navigate. That's a whole other world. Right. We all know that. Yes. And we walked by um, Hearst Tower. So Hearst is one of the biggest magazine publishers in the world, um, publishes my all these magazines or whatever and I was like this is where I want to work and I remember we were walking and he stopped if you remember grabbed my hand and we prayed on the building he was like we're gonna pray on this right and Rich was looking at us but he understood or whatever like that and I want to say that was July and in September I started working in that building and so you know like I said even though we're more spiritual now we still do put God first um, we still have our core values and beliefs, and we do put that into the way we work and operate and all that. We just stuff. know that she had the skills to go to that. Right, thing. of course. You know, before but, you would just be like, pray for it, and you're, you're not qualified right. to be in there and hoping God right. to do it. But now we know, like, to you put that work just aspect, extra help and things that we, exactly. we know, you know, we're yeah, good. It wasn't easy getting in there, but at the end of the day, my skill set plus our faith and our beliefs. I got in here. You know what I mean? So, that's so let's, another thing. Let's, let's fast forward. 
um, let's talk about mm -hmm. the transition from New York to Atlanta, where you guys currently are, and mm -hmm. some of the clients you guys are currently working with, the level that your business has grown to now that you're in Atlanta, how that transition helped your business um, from New York to Atlanta. Let's, let's get into that a little bit. Well, sure. Well, the first thing is that we have always like even when we were in New York and then they were in Atlanta, our clients are not based in one place. Um, like right we still now, have clients in New York. I well. still have clients in New York. We still have clients in New York. We have clients um, internationally in Barbados, um, clients here in Atlanta. And so, what Atlanta moving here um, was more personal than business, actually. Okay. Um, because we, you know, we didn't want to go back to New York because we're getting older now, and we wanted to be in a city where we could feel less pressure because New York is like, go, 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 go. Um, and we have been coming here on and off. And one time we came and we stayed for a month and we had a chance to really just do our own thing, ride around, see the city, like just see how people are. And I know for me, it was refreshing coming from Philly and then coming from New York and then experiencing like real Southern hospitality was like, wow. And then financially, you get you may spend the same amount of money, but you get a lot more for it. Um, so that was like a plus for us. And then as we were still doing marketing and branding and all that stuff, we had transitioned into talent management. And so our main client in the talent management area lived here. And so as we were working with her and trying to get take her to the next level, we realized being in the same city, we could do that faster than coming back and forth from New York and all of that type of stuff. Right. So we work with the talent management and our television personality. But then like our heart, like our specialty is working with up and coming entrepreneurs and business owners, right? Because our skill sets are vertical, right? And so when the design aspect, you may come to us and say, you know what, I want to start a candle business, right? So we'll first consult with you. Why do you want to start it? What's your end goal? What's your team look like? What's your infrastructure plan? What's we, your budget? What's your budget? Very, <laughs> Very important. But then we develop like custom packages. So first we'll do design, right? If it's a candle, Justin's going to design your logo. Then he's going to design your packaging, right? Then you're going to come back to me. I'm going to help you come up with your brand story. What's the story behind the candle? Why the candle? I'm going to develop and write all of your marketing collateral. Then Justin's going to take what I wrote and make you a website, right? Then after that, we're going to take your candle and we're <laughs> going to create a direct your photo shoot. You're going to be there, but we're, because we came up with the brand story with you, we direct your photo shoot. Then after all of that is done, we then take that candle and we host your pop-up launch event, right? Then we try to make you public. Right? And then at that event, I'm going to then step in and do the PR and get media to come. So it's vertical. We start here. We like to build Right. So that, like we like to be the wave of, we, yeah, you know, like you know, um, get the wave going. We've done that. I mean, we worked with a nonprofit in New York for five years, um, that was starting a new initiative um that was about taking shipping containers and making them storefronts for businesses, right? Yeah. And so from the ground up with that, Justin did like majority of all the design for that. I did the public relations, I got them a write-up in New York magazine proclamation from the city like I got a day named after them and then Justin when it finally opened designed an ad campaign that was on trains and that was on um buses and stuff like that so 
we like to do vertical. We like to take on a client and say, this is going to be six months to a year. We're going to start here and get you here. And then right. once you get here, you may only need us here and there to consult because you have grown and flourished and then we can move to the next business or person or whatever right. like that. Gotcha. So that's our real passion because Justin always said, and it always has been more so for African-Americans because he always said he wants to take black brands and make them cool. That was like our thing. We'll make them international. And make them universal. So Because I was struggling, you know, the fact, we'll meet right. those From struggle. him being a black yep. designer 20 years ago when that wasn't cool and he felt the need to hide behind his brand, right? Well, not hide, but just you just alter it. Alter. No, it's so they don't know who's who. It's not what? where we mm -hmm. are now. We're mm -hmm. celebrated, right? And so we always said, if a black entrepreneur comes to us, all the stuff we learn, we're going to give it to them. It's not if you didn't pay for all of this consultant, blah, 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 whatever. If I have the knowledge, you're going to have it because I hope you succeed. You'll tell them that person. They'll right. bring us to Because so. all of our business is referral. Yep. We're not, we're not like, you're not going to see 100 ads all over. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to know somebody to know. It's kind of like, you know, like the, the mafia. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, hey, you know, talk to them or whatever. And they can get you right. That's right. That's you got, you got to have a secret code to get in. <laughs> <laughs> right, because right. we because we know we we want to be recognized for what we've done for the next person because that actually is a catalyst to keep your business floating and it keeps us wanting to do it. Um, when we get a referral, mm -hmm. it shows us that that person valued what we gave them or what we helped them do, and so it actually motivates us. Because the other thing I know you guys know about being entrepreneurs or just being um, your own boss, motivation is a Big oh yeah, <laughs> big. Um, people don't often understand what you really do and stuff like that, and so you kind of have to have a core group of people that do understand. But also, when people come to you and say such and such that you did such a great thing for them, and I want you to do that for us too, that motivates us. That like, okay, let's get up and keep keep going or whatever. Now, now, how is it? like working around the stars. I know you guys work with people that are, you know, mm -hmm. in the limelight um, for the entertainment and things like that. How was that transition for you guys like, and how do you stay on the same page with that? Well, you know me, we always been lit, you know? <laughs> this way here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Being real. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we always been kind of popular, you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say? So it, it's really not that uh, impressive in a sense, you know? Because everybody's, this. like I said, we all the same, you know? No, this is what I'm going to say. And I go back to us growing up in Philadelphia, right? We got this, it's like this oh, mindset yeah. where we're not easily impressed. You know this, yeah, right? right? It's something. And so um, when you're not easily impressed, you see people as people, right? Like I have four people that, three or four people that if I see, I'm going to be starstruck. Everybody else, because I actually work in the industry behind the scenes, I know what it really is, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so it's not that I'm saying I devalue the person when I'm not even impressed, but I'm not impressed to where it's like, oh my God, I'm around this person, I'm right, around that right, person, right. or whatever like that. I respect them for who they are, and hopefully they respect me for who you know I am, and we good. I mean, it's fun going to events and meeting people and going to premieres and being on carpets and stuff. I'm not going to say that's not mm -hmm. fun, but the majority of the time, a lot of work it, when we're there doing it, you might see my cute picture with my outfit, it's but it, how I even got that picture in the midst of the chaos of working is, you know, is a lot. Um, and so it looks sometimes glamorous, but I am here to say that while it's fun, it's not glamorous at all. Right. Um, 
it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of having perseverance to like you know not be afraid to speak to that person because they're a celebrity or ask them to do what you need them to do because they're a celebrity you have to in, in my field, especially with PR, I have to just see them as a person or I can't get my job done. Ah, that's um, good. So it's fun being know, out and about and all yeah, that. Yeah, you run into but, them and you're not, you know, we're like working. We're not like, hey, take a picture of me. Right. right. Now, right. Not, if, you can't, you know, they can't be none of that. Because you know, gotcha. you won't get your job done. Right. And when it's all said and done, I want my flicks and stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah. The work is always first. First, you know, gotcha. Then it's the politics and whatever um, for me. But like I said, I had to learn the last 10 years, I do, like, um, on the event side, like, when I see Jules every year at the conference that I work, I mean, that's real celebrities. I'm not being trying to be offensive because right. I'm in Atlanta, but, like, I oh. met Barack Obama before. Like, I've worked with the Secret Service. I've been in yeah. meetings, but, like, you know, I've shaken, like, civil rights leaders' hands. I've worked on Jesse Jackson's, like, conference every year. So when I see these Atlanta celebrities, not to discredit them, but because I have been around like influential black Americans and stuff like that, I I I, I don't get that feeling that a lot of people might get. It's just gotcha. like, hey, how you doing? I respect you. Yeah, this is what like, I need hey, you to what's do. up? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we I do have a uh, one and a final black sister wife. You know, yeah, so, I mean, you got people that. But like, yeah, but other than that, we just are like, uh, yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah. And I think people actually like that because yeah. they're so used to people being jokey yeah, yeah. Billy people on the right. line none of that joke stuff <laughs> <laughs> we ain't joke they like that we're not like that and I think it joke. actually helps us get more business to be honest yeah. um, but the working with celebrities is um, tiresome and so I love coming back and having our entrepreneurs and all of that stuff because you you can get worn out real easy because it's a lot so what what's yeah what's next for just in tie tell us about the period you guys are working on so much but tell us some highlights of what's to come um well i don't know if y'all know but i do have a, a liquor brand in the caribbean it's called vibe i'm trying nice. to expand that more we're in about 25 do uh doors or whatever. Markets and, um, and liquor stores. Markets and liquor stores, excuse me. <laughs> uh, I'm on the phone. I'm on with my family. So. <laughs> but um, we, I think we are going to start developing content with between Ty and Just. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, because a lot of people that know us, they be like, man, y'all should just start putting the camera around because, you know, we have like little powwows with each other. I may be like, oh, I'm feeling them braids and stuff. You know, funny uh -huh. stuff. Yeah, in the, midst yeah. Of working. in the midst of working, yeah. so um, keeping it fun. I think we're gonna work more, more on that, and then um, so like we're developing content more now because that's like really important to us. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we have a lot of stuff. Um, I shared with you guys earlier, but we haven't put it out. Okay. So we're working on some branded stuff, which is video content, um, YouTube channel, um, not so much fashion but just branded merchandise yeah, not fashion. fashion but just branded merchandise and also what i really am trying to make get him on board for and i kind of throw it out here and there i really want to do more consulting and coaching because um I'm not a coach. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, listen, if you if you got to either have or you don't. Right. Coaching these people, and they don't. 
they do not get it. And that's <laughs> she, I don't help. she want to help everybody. I do. I do. <laughs> so I'm trying to get him on board with the coaching because, you know, we had a lot of valuable information. And we, we, we and you hear me, we do, we do consulting, but I want to do coaching, which is yeah. a little different. Right, we gotta get so we get paid to coach. Yeah, right? just like we get paid to consult, but it's different, uh, you know. Maybe um, I could do that. Maybe. Well, that check right, right, Jess? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this knowledge is twenty years intense, baby. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what's next for us. So uh, we have an Instagram page, Ty and Jess. Yeah. We have a YouTube, but it's not public. Type it in the comments. Oh, uh, okay. I will. Okay. Because yeah. we, you know, we like to travel. You know, our thing is culture. So we like to go places and, you know, we always are like, we like food and, you know, we like to go to different places and try and dishes. Put on and, you know, you know, it's kind of like we, we blog about that, but we do not distribute it. Right. Gotcha. And everybody's like, man, you should just distribute it. And right. Like, uh. we're, we're going to, um, in short, we're going to continue to do what we do for other people, but we're now going to bring it and she does have a project that we are working on it's, uh, it's an application we can't talk too much about yeah. it you know non-disclosure it's, it. <laughs> it's an application but um it's, it's it you know honestly i'm excited about it and this is i want to say this might be this might be your uh like your first project that's like solely my solely her thing where it's like I'm like, damn, I want to, I should, I, I need to I make told, I, something like this. <laughs> yeah, and he's been really supportive. I'm like, I really want to do this. I don't really know how, but we'll figure it out. Like, we'll figure out everything else. Indeed. So we're working on the app. Yeah. That's it's it's my app. And it's it's consult- her. Yeah, and I'm getting 90%. Are you going to be coaching her and consulting her? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to oversee the, you know, the, no. what I'm, the designing and the look. That's it. No touching okay. the client. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Well, we so, are so very proud of you guys because Instagram has yeah, a we're proud of y'all. minute and a half. Obviously, we okay. won't disconnect, okay. but Instagram is going right. to disconnect. So I right. want to be able to wrap it up for them. Real quick, what would you guys say to that couple right now that may be struggling? They may be even interested in designing mm-hmm. PR. Like they're at the beginning mm-hmm. of their uh, relationship together in business, they may be dating. Maybe married, but going into the entrepreneurship world, coming out of nine to five. What advice would you give those guys in sixty seconds? Just, just start. And in entrepreneurship, do not ask for permission. Just, just do it. Just take, bold, it. Just take everything you want. It's and, just for yours. And or take hop it. in our DMs, and I'm always I email it with people all the time. Just on the humbug, pick my brain. It's cool. Um, yeah. But just start. Just yeah. don't overthink it and just start. Don't ask for permission. Just take what you want. You want just do it. That's it. There you have it. There you have it. I love it. We really appreciate you guys. Guys, this is the Perrys. So much Mm -hmm. going on. Please follow them. They have two separate pages and also follow their combined page, um, Ty and Just. And we are looking forward to so many, many more to come. So would you guys agree? Love and business, is it worth it? It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. it. As they are growing rich together, so can you. So catch our next episode on the podcast. Love and business isn't worth it. And so much more to come. And don't forget to grab the devotional. Lovepreneurs Grow Rich Devotional. It's on link in our bio. Grab your copies of the ebook downloadable for your convenience. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Until next Tuesday. Ciao. Please leave Love and Business Is It Worth It a five-star review on iTunes. 
Open the Apple Podcast app and search for Diane. When you find the Love and Business Is It Worth It podcast, scroll down and tap the five stars. Also leave us a written review.